In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Ghost Chronicles, the next generation. I am Ron Kolick, your host, the gatekeeper to the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable New England's own Van Helsink. With me, my co-host, the lead investigator for East Bridgewater's Most Haunted, the... I'm always thinking of... <laughs> the blonde bombshell herself. Yes. <laughs> Hi. Hey. How are you? I, I'm outstanding. I really. was going to get old and gray before you finished that intro. So I you know, I'd just jump in. <laughs> uh, honestly, God, I, I come in and I, I, I'm trying to set up. You know, I got to get into the stacks and I got to go into this other thing and da 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 da. I just yeah. and these computers are so damn slow; it drives me nuts. Oh, so my well. mind's going on. Okay, you know, you, you need to get a, a faster computer. No, I need to get an assistant. Come into this century. An assistant. Come on. I do. Come on. I wonder what Laura's doing. Laura would be great. Oh. You just want somebody to do everything for you. No, it's like so cool. I mean, I mean, I have. I mean, if, if you came into my <laughs> office right now, it looks like a freaking command center. It's like computers everywhere. I, and, I'm sure. <laughs> so I have no clue. But anyway. You have no so, clue. Okay. I never I have a clue. believe it. Anyway. Uh, I don't yeah. know. You oh, don't yeah, know? We, we actually wanted to add a new thing tonight that we're doing, right? What, what? what? Hello? What are we doing? Facebook. Oh, right. Right. Uh, they don't call a blonde bombshell for nothing. Hey. All right. So I'm living up to my name. What can I say? So yeah. you want to go into that, young lady? Yes, the new thing. Um, some people are not always... Comfortable going to a chat room, so we have a Ghost Even Chronicles. Even less comfortable calling in. Right, or calling in. We have a Ghost Chronicles Facebook page. So, uh, you know, give a little search for Ghost Chronicles and friend us. And, you know, Is, become... Do you friend her or do you like it? I, I, you know, that um, Facebook just drives me nuts. Actually, you know because it's, it's a page, you have to like it. And we're actually at um, 98 fans right now, so we'd really love to hit 100. I if, like uh, it. I like it. If anybody would like to do that. Um, 
But if people have questions and you don't want to do a chat room, you don't want to call in, but, you know, you'd like to really get through to us quickly, um, just leave a comment on our wall, on our Facebook wall. And, and you're going to be uh, monitoring it? Yes, I am monitoring it as we speak. So, and like, if, if somebody thinks I'm abusive to you, then <laughs> they can uh, go onto the wall and say... Absolutely. Really, huh? They can say, that Ron Kolak, he's so mean to Ann. I think you need to do something about that. So go ahead. Yeah, and leave it right on our wall. <laughs> so that's okay. the new that's the new game plan for all you shy people out there that don't want, you know, to, to put your name and stuff it's, out it's, there. It's Ghost Chronicles <laughs> Next Generation, right? Next, it's, yes, Ghost Chronicles Next Generation, but, oh, my goodness, I'm getting some wicked cell phone stuff going on here. Um, I think it will come up regardless. It is Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. I'm sorry. I stand corrected. Of course. That's my job, to correct you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> anyway. Okay. You're the we boss. Actually have yeah. a, we have a great show tonight, but uh, I, I do have, before we even get to that, I do want to do a shout-out, shout-out, shout-out. Shout is there out, an echo in here? Shout-out, shout-out. Oh, you make me want to shout. Okay. Yeah, okay. Let's go. <laughs> Anyways, um, we've been getting a lot of emails from the Great White North. Uh-huh. And, and actually, we're thinking of going up the end of summer, so it's still, mm -hmm. I'm still weighing the cons and pros, especially after what happened today. Uh, so anyways, um, I do want to give a shout out to Kat, which is short for Catherine, by the way. And yeah. she, lis she listens to the show every week. Uh, Hi, poor Kat. Poor thing. <laughs> Someone's tied her to the computer and forces her to well, watch. Well, I mean, it's, it's, a great, it's a great white north. They probably got nothing else better to do up there, I don't uh, know. Could be, so, could be. Anyways, I do want to say, hi, Kat. Hi, Kat. Love you. Thank you for inviting us to Canada. Okay. So <laughs> this this is getting wicked boring, so why don't we bring on our guests? Uh, we have two guests with us. Uh, well, they're kind of hard to describe. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so let me bring on Give it your best Mr. Shot. Mr. Jeremy Dontremont. Ooh. Jeremy, you there? I am here. He's Hi, Jeremy. Not. I am. <laughs> How are you? And I'm Jeremy, fine, thank you. Yeah. Jeremy is actually the president of ELF, which is the American Lighthouse Foundation, and also the operating manager for the Friends of the Portsmouth's Lighthouses. Uh, whatever they renamed it. That's now. pretty I close. <laughs> You're on the board. You should know, but that was very close. And, and uh, he's written uh, about six thousand books on lighthouses in uh, New England, and he he is what I consider the most uh, authoritarian on lighthouse uh, useless information. So, uh, <laughs> oh, it's authoritarian makes it sound like I, I want everybody to believe what I believe about lighthouses. I'd say more of an authority, maybe. I don't know about authority. That's okay. I'll take it as a compliment. Okay. Oh, I don't know. I, you don't like get being corrected. I know that. So, oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're the host. I should shut up. <laughs> so, so anyway, no, go ahead. Go ahead, Jeremy. Go ahead. Get him. Go ahead. What? Get him. Go no, get him. down girl. Anyway, right. I know you too well, Ron. That's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, we actually have this thing coming up, which is kind of neat. I, I really don't know how to describe it. And, of course, when you told me about it, I thought, oh, man, this is not good. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> why, don't you, right. why, don't you, 
why don't you explain, because we have this poor guy waiting on the line here and uh, to come on. I would love to describe it, and I, I, I want to get to uh, Gary as soon as we can here. Um, the event that Ron is talking about is called Swim for the Lights, and this is happening on February 26th. And it is a little hard to explain in just a couple of words. I know Gary will help us out, too. But um, basically, Gary Shredzinski, who is waiting on the line. Are you there, Gary? Not yet. Not yet? Oh, he will. Oh, now he is. Okay. Somebody Uh, somebody pressed a little button before I had a chance to. uh, Gary, are you there? Yes, I'm I'm right here. I hear you guys. (laughs) Excellent. Hi, Ron and Ian. Hi, Gary. Uh, that's that's Gary, obviously, and uh, Gary is going to, uh, well, first of all, I'll back up a little bit about who Gary is. <clears throat> Gary is, excuse me a second. <clears throat> Sorry, I was drinking a cup of tea just before I came on, and I swallowed wrong, and I'm just getting over that, so oh, I apologize. I hate that. I hate when that happens. Especially at the wrong, right at the wrong time. But anyway, <laughs> um, Gary is a well-known person in the Portsmouth area, partly because he's a, he's a great musician. He plays accordion. He plays in a band called The Surfs, also does a lot of solo playing. Uh, writes music, and uh, he also has a weekly radio show on the UNH, University of New Hampshire station in Durham, uh, Polka Party, that's been on for how many years, Gary? 24? Ah, uh, he'll like be that? 24 this year. Ooh. Uh-huh. Very popular show. Heard that's like a good polka. It, absolutely, and Gary, uh, <laughs> I've read time and time Whatever. again that Gary's <laughs> the leading authority, and it's the greatest poker show in the country, et cetera, et cetera. So, ah. but besides all that, Gary is also known as Creek Man, and he swims uh, in local waters twelve months a year. Uber. And <laughs> Gary has done three long distance swims for charities in the past three years. Uh, for various charities, uh, and he is uh, one of his swims three years ago for a uh, local uh, brain injury foundation was to, to uh, from from Rye, New Hampshire, a place called Odeon Point, Rye, New Hampshire, to the Isles of Shoals, six miles offshore. He swam six miles. Oh that's God. that's enough right there. But this was in January. Oh. <laughs> uh, and Sounds crazy, huh? Yeah. So, yes. Um, I'm gonna I would be in a bored out of my gourd. I managed <laughs> just to swim just for six miles. But for his fourth charity swim... Uh, no, you chosen. wouldn't, Ron. Believe me. <laughs> <laughs> Gary has chosen to swim for us this year. So uh, on tw- February 26th, he's swimming four miles, swim for the lights. He's going to stop at Whaleback Lighthouse and Portsmouth Harbor Lighthouse. Uh, he's going to be swinging back and forth across the channel between Maine and New Hampshire. It's right on the border. And uh, it's about a four-mile swim and all. And at the end of that, he's going to be uh, playing with the Surfs' band in a concert at uh, Captain and Patty's Restaurant in Kittery Point. It's going to be a fantastic day. And uh, I think that pretty much describes it. So I want to have Gary have a chance to talk here, too. But well, I do want to mention one more thing before you do bring Gary on, because I'm sure he's going to take up the whole hour yakking. But, um, <laughs> he will if you let him. Absolutely. <laughs> Anyways, this place, this uh, Captain Patty's or whatever the heck it's called, is really a cool place because you can actually see Portsmouth Lighthouse and Whaleback from mm-hmm. where we're going to have this shindig. Yes, this and, is true. It's, yeah, it's perfect. It's absolutely the perfect place for it. In fact, Gary's going to be ending his swim at the dock right in back of the restaurant. Does he get the shower before he comes on? Or Absolutely. <laughs> well, I don't want to smell, I smell like wetsuit for the kid. No, that would be good. He's going to need that hot shower to warm up. Oh, my God. So, so Gary, I mean, why in the hell would you ever, ever take up uh, winter swimming? Well, Ron, I swam my whole life. I grew up on the Connecticut River as a kid, and I moved to this area in 1980. And uh, we have the most beautiful rivers and estuaries here. 
and it would spend one big science experiment for the last 10 years. Uh, one autumn rain would come and end my swimming season, so I really got into studying wetsuits, different types of gear, and I came up with a combination that I'm, I'm actually quite comfortable. I can swim 12 months. I just got out tonight. I did two miles tonight in the creek here. So. Oh, Lord. <laughs> but um, it's the most oh. exciting thing. It's, there's, it's not boring, let me tell you. It's, Is this shrinkage? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, sure, Ron. Yeah, <laughs> his toes get shrivelly. That's what I was talking right? about. I mean, what, what no, actually, your the water in your suit is heated by your body. You have to keep moving, and that little layer of water is heated by my body moving. So I'm actually warm in the swim. So I don't like the cold more than anyone else, really. Huh? Yeah, I'll be in the really boat don't. watching. I expect to be colder than than Gary. You guys, uh, uh, the guys in the boat, will be colder than me, believe it or not. Yeah. Wow! And so, I mean, how do you make a leap from? Okay, so I like swimming. All right, so I'm, I'm swimming, but I can't swim because it's cold. So I'm going to start swimming now because it's cold. And then the next thing you know, you're raising like tons of money for charity. I mean, well, you don't you, you don't start when it's swimming when it's cold. It's something you have to acclimate your body with in the summer. But you, you know, people up. were people thought I was crazy. They're calling the cops. They say, "Is this a sea monster? Is it a rogue <laughs> seal?" And so I said, "You know, I got to do some good for somebody. I'm going to swim to the Isle of Shoals and for these folks that really need." it and uh and it'll be a way to give my sport some legitimacy and and it ended up the money came in after the swim we made seventeen thousand. my god for, that's awesome uh, and in total i made thirty six thousand for charities and hopefully i can make ten thousand for the lighthouses so i it's it's a win-win i have a blast it's a way to beat the winter blues and we my right. boat crew and i have a great time and that's we're great. helping out somebody else in the process so why wow not? Wow. And you, now you swim every day, you said? About four to five okay. days a week. Wow. Wow. It's just a lifestyle. I'm not, you and know. And it's a great it's way just, to stay in shape. It is. Know? There's something about swimming and, and uh, making your, your mind and your soul feel wonderful. It's just an, it's so exhilarating. I, I, I really love it. Mm, that's awesome. So, well, let me ask you this. Um, well, what is your birth sign? I'm an Aries, and so since this okay. whole thing about the straw, I'm a Pisces now, I guess, which makes sense, right? <laughs> yeah, that's what I was yep, speaking at. Yep, yep. That's funny. Yeah, I'm April 10th, 1962, so. Oh, wow. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> so, it, I, I, we, first of all, I, I want to thank you, and all kidding aside, for uh, doing this for the Friends of Portsmouth Lighthouse. I mean, it, it really is... Uh, anybody who is involved in lighthouse preservation know it, it costs a great deal of money, and really? I never realized it until I get involved. And as I always mentioned, I said it costs us over thirty thousand dollars to just to paint the stupid thing last year. So mm-hmm. it gives you an right. idea, right? Yeah. And the other lighthouse we take care of, Whaleback Lighthouse, is in need of hundreds of thousands of dollars in restoration. So mm-hmm. it's uh, it's it's tough. And I like to say a million, general, Jeremy. So. It rounds it off a little bit. Better. <laughs> <laughs> it could, well, it could it could be that much. It really could before we're done. So, mm-hmm. but every you know dollars add up. Every small donation really really helps. It really does. That's and, good. Uh, 
Gary's, you know, Gary's commitment is just so incredible. I don't, we we couldn't ask anybody to make a bigger commitment to our cause. You know, <laughs> oh, no, that's I mean, crazy. He's no. dedicating his no, his, what he does should, should be was. committed, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> for sure. That's what everybody says, Ron. You know, so but I'm uh, used to that. Hey. <laughs> so you don't play the accordion, do you? Yes, I do. Oh, I make a living God. doing it for for 21 years. Uh, I've been doing it, and it's it's not just pol. I know I host the polka radio show, but it's a very diverse instrument. It's such mm-hmm. a cool thing. Yeah. Anybody who, <clears throat> yeah, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt there, but I just want to say Gary played at one of our events last year. We called it a dessert fest, where uh, restaurants donated desserts, and Gary entertained, and Ooh. people were just blown away. I mean, Gary Gary's an entertainer. It's it's, you know, I, I, unfortunately, and, and Gary knows this more than anybody. The accordion doesn't necessarily have the greatest uh, reputation among the. <laughs> That's the toughest thing about the instrument is the mm-hmm. reputation it has. Yeah. So, but it's so, so versatile, be, really. Is. Mm-hmm. My father-in-law played the accordion. Really? Yep. A lot of people did years ago. Yep. It was po- a big yeah. part of American culture years yes. ago. Yeah. yeah, and he was very, very good at it. And, I mean, you know, St. Patrick's Day, he played, um, you know, everything. But, I mean, he played at church in the folk group. And nice. I mean, he was just everywhere with that thing. Everywhere. Mm-hmm. It was great. Oh. So, uh, at this shindig, are you going to be playing Smoke on the Water? I could, if you want, sure. Yeah. Is, that a, or is that a request? Yeah, it is a request. <laughs> it? We sure can do I'll, I'll learn it. You know, I'll have it down pat for you, Ron. No problem. I mean, that is a perfect accordion song, believe it or not. It is. Dark minor key, you know. <laughs> if I, I can go get my box, I can actually play it for you right now. There live. you go. Oh. <laughs> hey, Ron, I think that uh, you need the time warp. I, you need him to do the time. Uh, oh God, no! If anybody, if I even mention that that word to my my team, they're about to lynch me. Oh, uh, okay. Because <laughs> we did that time warp dance at the uh, uh, Halloween party at the uh, in Magnolia, and oh my God, we did it again and again and again. Because I actually did video of it, and we haven't put it together yet. But oh my God, whatever. Anyways, never mind about that. Let's talk about Gary and lighthouses, and and believe it or not, uh, I understand that. You've actually had some ghostly experiences, believe it or not, from a guy that swims in cold water and plays accordion. Yes, uh, I'm not ashamed to say that I have, and I just really feel like it's something that you develop more and more over time if you're open-minded to it. Really? Yes, definitely. And, uh, you know, one thing that I really enjoy about swimming is when you cross the water, you cross into, you're crossing into another dimension. It's, you feel the past. The past is so strong when I, I look underwater. And everything that's happening today and in the news and everything, it really has no bearing in there. It's very, it's a, it's a very odd to describe, but. Hmm. Right. And. Something that I really enjoy about swimming is that um, people used to throw all their trash in the creeks right. years ago. <laughs> I'm I mean, not you know, we have trash line. collection and recycling. <laughs> you know, uh, it became a hobby for me swimming. I'd tie a kayak to my foot and uh, pick up the trash off the creek. But I, got, I saved about 1,000 artifacts from, from the 1700s all the way up to the early 1900s. And uh, you swim by the old houses, and right. you, you can really feel that energy in the water. It's very hard to describe, but... Right. I wouldn't even think about that. And, and I mean, they did, like, they used to dump their trash, like, around foundations. Yes. Um, and, 
and I, I never thought about yeah they I folks who lived on the water. the water I mean pe- people never swam years ago because it was you know it was the sewers actually and people Ew. they would throw all their trash in and they thought that hey no, it'll never be seen again mm-hmm. right. side, out of mind yeah right. and then little do you know now it's just unbelievable I could go to a certain oh. creek and probably find eight or ten artifacts today if I had to right. and winter's the best time because the water's so clean and clear I see everything as clear as day mm-hmm. okay Gary when you say an artifacts, what do you mean by artifacts? Uh, clay pipes from the old sailors, um, medicine bottles like safe, well, Warner's Safe Cure, opium, uh, uh, pottery, and all kinds of things. And uh, one time I was, I was swimming, I saw two loops, metal loops with a bar across. And I go, look, at someone threw their pipe, their plumbing, 1920s plumbing parts down here. And I, a, a month later, I'm watching the History Channel. They were handcuffs from the 1780s. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's God, right. And I went back and I looked and I never ever saw them again oh, because no. um, what happens is the the tide comes in and out of the estuaries. It rages in and rages out. Uh-huh. The sand shifts constantly and the new things surface all the time. You'll swim over a place for like 365 days and then all of a sudden a salt shaker will pop out of it. <laughs> and then and then you look and then it's gone. And oh, that's crazy. And, um, wow. I have a question. How do you pronounce, okay, is it Piscataqua or Piscataqua? That's a good question. I, when I played for a, an elderly lady from this area, I was joking with her. I would say the Piscataqua, Piscataqua. <laughs> and she would say, yes, that was the way the, uh, the Indian pronunciation of it. So oh. people can argue with me about it, but huh. that's what she, uh, Francis Nelson told me. Huh. Interesting. All right. There's a lot of, well, uh, uh, see, I, I would say it's Piscataqua. Um, okay. But there's a lot of debate over that, and there's also a lot of debate over the origin of it, whether it's an Indian word or where it came from. I don't think anybody knows 100% for sure, really. Uh-huh. But, it sure sounds uh, like an Indian name to me. It does. It really right. does. Yeah. I mean, down here we have Pomponaho. Mm-hmm. Um, but I look at that and I say Piscataqua. I mean, that's, yeah, that's what I said I at first when it. I first saw it. And, yeah, but, I'm but I'll now. keep saying Piscataqua. I, I won't. But I won't. I'll try not to correct people if they say it. Yeah, anyway. folks around here say Piscataqua. That's. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's another Piscataqua River in Maine, too. There's actually two of them. There's two? Yeah. Well, the which ones. is the authentic. <laughs> I think ours is, was named first. I okay. I think the one's named, named for, for the one near here. Then the other one's a wannabe. Exactly. A wannabe. Yeah. Okay. Piscataqua. <laughs> um, by the way, I just want to mention that I, I believe I was the hundredth person to like the Ghost Chronicles Facebook page. Oh my god! When goodness. I looked at it, there were ninety-nine people, and I liked yes. it, and now it's a hundred people. Thank so you. I, I expect a prize for that. You do. Oh you, my but god. You, get, you, you win. You win a, a date with me. <laughs> oh wow! Are you oh, lucky? A, not a booby Woo-hoo. prize. Um, anyway, I, I posted the uh, the event, so if people get on the, the Ghost Chronicles Facebook page, there's a link to the uh, Swim for the Lights that I just posted on there. It is indeed. And, and you, you can go to awesome. you, you can go to your website too, which is what, Jeremy? Oh, the the one that that is uh, on. Well, the one uh, for the organization is Portsmouth Harbor Lighthouse dot org org. Uh, it's also on the American Lighthouse Foundation site. The, the money, we haven't made it clear, the money rate being raised, uh, you know, people are making donations in Gary's honor, kind of honoring his commitment for the swim. We're soliciting donations from starting at $15 up to as high as people want to go. But, um, <clears throat> excuse me, 
people can go to either PortsmouthHarborLighthouse.org or LighthouseFoundation.org to donate online. I'm still getting over that swallowing wrong with the tea. I apologize. <laughs> it's good. But, um, Punishment for you. Yeah, I guess. So my mom um, always said. But anyway, the uh, when when uh, the smoke clears and we figure out what we've what we've raised, the money is being split evenly between the American Lighthouse Foundation, the parent organization, and the local chapter, the Friends of Portsmouth Harbor Lighthouses. The American Lighthouse Foundation takes care of 23 lighthouses, by the way, altogether in the Northeast. So I just want to make it clear it's being being split. So it's. Okay. It's going to uh, the the larger picture, but it's also going to really help our our two local lighthouses in the Portsmouth area here. That's terrific. Now, are either of these lighthouses? I know sometimes they have you know homes near them. Um, I mean, are, are either of them like inhabited, manned, whatever? Uh, no, they're living not or dead. <laughs> well, right, good, good, good point, Ron. Yeah, what? a lot of people think there's uh, there's a, a keeper at the Portsmouth Harbor Lighthouse, but not, oh, not, a, wow. not a living one, right. or possibly more than one one from the past. But anyway, uh, the Portsmouth Harbor Lighthouse in Newcastle, New Hampshire, is is on the grounds of a Coast Guard station, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, the house is used for offices. So the Coast Guard uses the house. We don't we don't have the, the use of it. But all the lighthouses in the country are now automated, so there's really no more traditional keepers anyway. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Whaleback Lighthouse, which we own, which Gary's going to stop at on a swim, uh, which is the southernmost Maine lighthouse. It's just barely over the line in, in Kittery, Maine. Uh, it, it was manned by keepers who lived inside the tower itself. It's just stuck on a rock out there at the mouth of the Piscataqua or oh, okay. Piscataqua. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, they actually lived inside it, but nobody's lived out there since 1963 when the light was automated. You know, I just thought of something. I should be at Whaleback with the glass of water waiting for Gary to swim by it. <laughs> A glass of beer, Ron. Yeah, Yeah, Scott should be a little better. Get a little blood (laughs) pump in there or whatever. Well, I had to ask that question because I know we have a lighthouse down here in um, Hingham, I believe. Oh, that is East Bridgewater. is like, what the hell? No way. Um, The nearest one to you would be Minot's Ledge Light, Mm -hmm. which is off of Situate and Cohasset. Oh, that's haunted. Right. Yeah. but there is they they do um, rent that house. Oh, on the shore, uh, shore, yeah. Right, ne- it's, it's attached to the lighthouse and used to be the light keeper's cottage and. Oh, you're talking there. about the Situate Light. I'm sorry, the Situate Lighthouse you're talking about. Situate, um, yes. Yeah, well, Minot's Ledge Light is near there too. That's offshore, about a mile offshore, right on like the line between Cohasset and Situate. And the keepers used to live inside the tower. It's like a bigger version of Whaleback Lighthouse. Right. Okay. But Situate Light that you're talking about, which is also supposed to be haunted. Yes. Most lighthouses are, of course. But, of um, course. Yeah. Uh, and uh, that one is there's a caretaker who uh, lives in the house and, and you know watches over the property and everything. So, right. I knew he had a blog at one point. In time. Yeah. Yeah, he does. Uh, I think he's still still doing it. And he's also a, a teacher, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was just curious. If yeah. There are house. people living at lighthouses. Well, but you're going to have to hold the thought there for a minute because we have to take a break, believe it or not. Oh, okay. You are listening to Ghost Chronicles, the next generation. And uh, with, uh, what's her name? And uh, the other guy there. And uh, <laughs> we'll be right back after the following messages on TojiNet.
Welcome to Tokinet, radio with a cutting edge. The American Rock and Roll Countdown with Alex Price. Now this Saturday morning, we're going to count them down one more time from number 40 all the way to number one with the official classic hits countdown, the American Rock and Roll Countdown. We'll count down the biggest hits of the 70s with interviews and artist information, news, weather, sports, you name it, we'll have it this Saturday morning, 9 o'clock Eastern, right here on Toginet for the American Rock and Roll Countdown. The American Rock and Roll Countdown on Toginet. Get ready for the athlete within you with Mike Margolis on Toginet, Monday nights at 9, 8 Central, 6 Pacific. Do you know about the game within the game? You've heard about sports psychology, mental toughness, mental training, and preparation. Well, athletes from all over the country have been seeking out Mike Margolis for close to 35 years for his expertise in helping them live up to their potential. He's worked with athletes from professional football to elite-level figure skating and every sport in between. They've all sought his counsel and unique teaching style to learn about the game within the game or what sports psychology and mental training can do to help them become the athlete they want to be. Mike works one-on-one with athletes. He trains them, puts on seminars, and conducts workshops for coaches, athletes, and businesses. For more on Mike, his book, and the show, check out his website, theathletewithinyou.com. Then, come join us as we discover The Athlete Within You with Mike Margolis. Monday nights at 9, 8 Central, 6 Pacific on toginet.com. And we are back with Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with our special guests, Jeremy and Gary. What's Gary's last name? Oh, God, no. <laughs> Tell him again how to pronounce your name, Gary. Smith. <laughs> I can get Don Tremont, okay? The other one, I'm like, oh, shoot. All right. Shred the wheel for a while. Shred the wheat, drink this gin, and ski down the hill. So, so anyways, Gary is a uh, professional, professional uh, something. Uh, he's a professional swimmer, a professional accordion player, band guy, and also has his own radio show. Uh, where can they hear this radio show, uh, Gary? Um, folks uh, out of this region can listen at wunh.org, and uh, all the shows are archived on our schedule. And you can go back and listen to my last Saturday show online. So it, it airs uh, Saturday mornings, 9 to 11 on 91.3 FM. Do you have a website at all, Gary? I do. It's Gary Shred, G-A-R-Y-S-R-E-D.com. And then yeah. folks can email me from there. Okay. I know the Surfs have how many albums available? We have two albums out, and we're working on another now. And Jeremy, I look forward to recording in the Lighthouse this summer. <laughs> I look forward to that too. Yeah, we we went to the uh, Lighthouse to do a promotional video for the swim, and Gary loves the acoustic acoustics inside Portsmouth Harbor Lighthouse. It really is yeah. fantastic. And you can actually, if you get on YouTube. I have a YouTube channel, and I have a bunch of videos on there. And if you just do a search on YouTube for "Swim for the Lights," uh, you'll find three different preview videos I put on there, including the one of Gary playing inside the lighthouse. I, I did watch that, by the way. The one where he's playing in the in yes, the I did. Uh-huh. Pretty cool, huh? <laughs> Absolutely. I imagine uh, the ghost of Joshua Carr dancing a jig while he was. <laughs> yeah, I think you really liked it, Jeremy. You know? I actually see him holding his hands over his ears, but I mean, that's, that's just me. Oh. <laughs> but I would, I would think. I mean, trying to record EVPs in a lighthouse must be crazy. With the, the acoustics. Not necessarily. 
Really? No, because I, we we actually captured some great EVPs, didn't we, Jeremy? Yeah, yeah, we have many yeah. groups. Not yeah, just actually, ours. yeah, it goes. And uh, that, yeah. That's my hope when I record an album there, so that something shows up on the. Yeah, recording. you might have uh, a ghost or two singing singing backup. <laughs> you, um, you you say that, Gary, but actually that's happened more often than not. Uh, there are I have over a hundred uh, podcasts on. Uh, Ghost Village, and and some of those you can actually hear EVPs that showed up while we were doing the podcast. Isn't that fascinating how that happens and how that shows up on mm-hmm. when you don't hear it live, but you hear it back on the recording? That really blows me away. Mm-hmm. Definitely, I suppose. You know, if you think about it, and if you've got mics out or whatever, and you, um, you know, you have a spirit. I mean, a lot of times when when we get the EVPs, it seems like it's, they're right on top, mm. right on top of that microphone. So you know, I guess you wouldn't get that. You know, that reason. See, there's there's something about physics that we don't have down pat, and it's, there's something oh, yeah. happening there. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, guys, we actually have a pair of tickets to this uh, event, which I will be there, by the way. Oh, good. Oh so, boy! Yeah, and I will oh. be da- I will be dancing to "Smoke on the Water." So, uh, oh, you don't you. we're going to hold you to that, Ron. We, Ron, you don't, Ron. You don't want to miss this, Ron. We want people to want the tickets. Would you please stop? Okay. Oh, that's true too. Don't tell them you're going to dance. Okay, fine. <laughs> hey, I, I you know. All when we were dating back in the seventies, we used to go to these clubs, and they were back then it was Chicago and all the other ones, and and uh, Deep Purple, and uh, and you would be on that dance floor, and you would just go forever and ever, and it was like so noisy and so full of smoke. I mean, you actually, I don't, you could never really have a date there because you could never talk to the person. That's what kind of was a good date thing because you didn't have to talk to her. Wow. It was you know, you, you, time, spent, so I you spent know. your money, you look good, and then, you know, maybe you got lucky. I don't know. <laughs> well, uh, dead caught silence there. <laughs> so, anyways, how are we going to give these tickets out? We got two tickets. So I, I want to give them away. How are we going to do this? I think we. Do you want to ask a trivia question? Lighthouse trivia. Here we go. Lighthouse, Lighthouse trivia. trivia. And they can, uh, the first one, how are we going to do this? First one to do it, either in, in the chat room, in the, uh, uh, what's that, Facebook page room, or they can call in, which probably would be the, the hottest to do. But anyways, mm. they did want to call in. The number was 877-864-4869, 877-864-4869. So this has got to be pretty easy to do because I don't want people to work real hard for these tickets. So, Jeremy, I'm going to leave that up to you because you, you're wicked smart. Hmm. All right. Okay. Um, do we want a lighthouse, a lighthouse trivia history trivia question, or a lighthouse ghost trivia question? We want something simple. Yeah. Okay. Something that anybody in this sister would know. <laughs> we really want anybody in this sister. Uh, you really want it that simple? I want it really simple. <laughs> yes, Jeremy. I do not want them to. Know. Oh, jeez. Keep talking for a minute. I'll come up with something. <laughs> we'll talk okay. to Gary. Well, uh, in fact, we'll give you a couple of minutes. We'll talk to Gary a little bit. Okay. And uh, so do you, when you go for a swim, like this is a four-mile four, four mile swim, and, and what, what's the farthest you've ever swum? swum? Is that a word even? 
Swimmed it. God, I, Ron, I, I, you know, on some summer days I go all day long, you know, but you have to play by the tide. That's the thing. And you can run out of water in the estuaries. But uh, um, for charity, the, the Isle of Shoals swim was, I think that was a little over six and for, for a charity swim in the winter. It's really difficult to do the distance swimming in a winter because your body starts to get hypothermic after a while, after a certain amount of mileage, even with the wetsuits. So. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, so I mean, are you prepping? Do you prep for when you have a, a big event like this coming up? Yeah, I li- I live on Spruce Creek in Kittery, and it's a it's a very large creek, and it's a shallow creek, and uh, so um, I usually leave two to three hours after high tide, as the water's raging out of the creek. I swim for a mile and a half against the current. Oh. And um, it is the coldest water. It's probably 8 to 10 degrees colder than the ocean. And that really, that's how I'm trying to go in there every day and just get really used to being in cold water. There's sheets of ice coming out today, and I'm swimming around the ice. What's the temperature right now in the creek? I think it's about 31, 32. Is that the question? No. Did you hear Gary's answer when I asked him the temperature in the creek? 31? Yeah, it's about 31 or 32. No, that was a trivia question. Do you want me to announce the trivia question now? Do you have it? Sure. Okay. Okay. Where was the first lighthouse built in the United States? <clears throat> first lighthouse in the U.S. You're not supposed to answer it, Ron, so don't answer Oh, I know what it is, but... <laughs> so are we looking for this in chat, on the, wherever they... Wherever they come I guess wherever it? it shows up for first. Wherever it shows up for us, either in the chat room or, or call in at 877-864-4869 or on the fan page. On, Steve uh, Viking whatever. has posted it. Uh, <laughs> somebody just on the chat room put uh, on the water. Okay, there's our winner. Well, actually, no, that's not quite right. I mean, and actually, that's Kat, not right. Actually, that is Kat from... And she lives in Canada, uh, so I don't think it. she's going to come down. Somebody oh. just got it. Amanda Nicole said Boston yeah. Mass. She's Boston correct. Mass. She's On got Brewster it. Brewster Island. Uh-oh. She should have stopped there because it, really it's Little Brewster Island. But that's Whatever. Oh. I don't care. Boston Mass. Red, yeah, Boston red is what? First, first light station in North America, Boston so, Light. So it looks like Red will be partying with me on Saturday the 26th. Ooh, wow, yay. Two tickets. I guess Red is wicked smart. So hopefully, uh, who, who is she? <laughs> Red. This is somebody you know, I take it. I know everyone. That's okay. my job. <laughs> oh, that's right. Ron knows all. Is she Ken somebody Helsing that can, can make it to the party in Kittery? She, was, she lives in Raymond, so that's not far away at all. Good. Oh, we, had, yep. uh, we have Tammy Martin Dobrosielski. I'm sorry, Tammy, if I'm massacring your name. Oh, we know um, Tammy. I know she, Tammy. She came in on the Facebook page with Boston Harbor Light on Little Brewster Island. Yeah, but that's too late. And she also says she's loving this show. Thank you, Tammy. Hi, Tammy. <laughs> I know Tammy, too. Yay. She must be drinking. That's all I can say. <gasps> nice. Uh, anyway, so that's it. You won the tickets. Uh, Red, you have to – how are we going to get these tickets to her? Um, actually, Good we don't challenge. have tickets. Here we go. <laughs> this makes it easy. Everybody's All we need is the name of who's going to be there, and there's going to be a list at the door. <laughs> so if she can uh, contact... Email me. E- yeah, email Ron and, and forward it to me. And Mes- message me on Facebook because she's one of my Facebook friends. If, and if you do want to be my Facebook friend, and I don't know why you would, but, uh, you can go to oh, Ronald Kolick on Facebook. <laughs> or, or Gary Shred on uh, Facebook. 
Oh, I don't do Facebook, Ron. Sorry. Oh, I'm that's sorry. That's his website, Ron. Yeah, oh, that's sorry. my website, GaryStore.com. Yeah. I'm sorry, Gary. No, that's all right. No, I'm like you. I don't. I'm not crazy about that. You know. <laughs> no, I mean it, it drives me nuts, but whatever. Uh, Gary, I, I know that uh, we told you we're only going to be on for half an hour. It, it's up to you if you want to hang around with us. You, you can, or you know. Sure, it doesn't do. matter. Nothing right, else cool. going on up here in Kittery, you know. So. All right. <laughs> the town's Trading close to the close. Right. Uh, okay. Pulled <laughs> in the sidewalks. Anyways, one other thing, uh, getting away from uh, the, the swim a little bit, and I don't know why we would, so that's that's cool. Red's going to be there. Yay, get the party. Oh, boy. All right, anyway, um, Jeremy and I actually have a, a new adventure that we, we uh, started that we'd like to talk about a little bit, right? Yes. Yes. Do you want me to announce the uh, the official official name, or do you want yeah, to do the honors? Yeah, I'm the host. Because you don't guess. remember it. <laughs> Probably. Uh, X X Trex Paranormal Journeys is the name. Ta-da! Ta-da! I should have waited for we a drum need some special sound yeah, effects. Here. Anyway, if people go to my, I, I um, I have a also my little company called New England Lighthouse Tours, mm-hmm. and if people go to NewEnglandLighthouseTours.com, okay, and right at the top of the page, you'll they'll see I'm looking at it right in front of me here. It says New X Trex Paranormal Journeys. They just need to click on that. And they will see us, and they'll see a description of a couple of events we have planned together. And we're going to add more to this soon. But uh, right now we have two events, uh, which are both cruises in the the Seacoast, New Hampshire region. Uh, A haunted cruise with Granite State Whale Watch from Rye on July 9th. And And we did one last year, which was very successful. Yeah, and a uh, a more a longer and more involved ghost hunt cruise also from Rye on September 24th. And this will be an actual ghost hunt, but we'll be doing it on the water. Yeah, hey, and, you just, and you did that last year, right? No, well, this has never been done before. Last oh, year we did. We, the other one will have maybe a little bit of that kind of thing, but this the the this is going to be a four hour cruise. Um, where we're going to stop at various places, uh, not actually get out, but pull the boat up as close as we can without without going aground <laughs> to uh, various islands and the Isles of Shoals and other interesting places that are, are – there's so many ghost stories around there. It's just incredible. And, and we will attempt to uh, communicate with the spirits uh, that are there. Mm-hmm. Uh, by uh, recording EVPs and uh, what what other uh, things are we going to do, Ron? Uh, we'll, do, we'll be doing all different types of uh, just like a regular ghost hunt. Only it'll be on the water. It'll be really unique. It's never been done mm-hmm. before. So uh, I'm really psyched about this one. And and the, the reason this one came about is because we did this ghost cruise, which was kind of a narrative thing that we did. And we, on board, we tried some EVPs, and we actually got some good EVPs last year on yeah. this other one. So we decided to do it as a full investigation and it's going to be interesting i i thought you know what maybe we could do a third cruise and we could have uh gary swim along the boat <laughs> <laughs> sure you know we we well, could all just, we, like, we could be all sitting by the railing drinking and <laughs> waving to you and throwing things in the water throwing a drink oh. at me yeah that'd be great <laughs> You don't want him to like get sucked under the boat or something. No, 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 no. no. That so, way, get, if we don't get any results of the EVPs, Gary can maybe do some voices for there us. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Get under the water. So the, the next thing you want to do, Gary, <laughs> I, I'm kind, I'm kind of thinking, you know, as we're as we're talking, is you should probably do, you know, 
swim and play the accordion. You can swim on your back. And <laughs> yeah, I haven't perfected that one yet, uh, Ron. That's going to take some like time. I kind of like that. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to perfect that one. Gonna uh, that. Yeah. You need a little air. That accordion, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Water uh, power. The accordions would like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so, anyways, uh, Jeremy and I have started this little entrepreneurship, and, and we are. Uh, these are two or three of the events that we have, but we have some others that we're definitely working on. And yeah, I wish we could talk about them. I don't know if we should. Maybe I, I don't think we should bit. until we no, not until yeah. we nail them down. But okay. We well, definitely. they're going to be great anyway. Yeah. So anyway, just keep the check the website. uh, I have the link on my website in the link page, and uh, we uh, also uh, have it on your page as well. But uh, another thing I do want to mention too is Jeremy and I are going to be doing something else this May, right, Jeremy? Yes. Yeah. Uh, May thirteenth to the fifteenth, and this has just been officially announced today. So this is. Hot off the presses, uh, people listening are among the first to hear this. Uh, this is uh, this is another thing that's a little hard to explain in a couple of words, but it's a benefit three-day Main Lighthouse bus tour, uh, and we're going to go all the way up to the very the easternmost point in the U.S., West Quaddy Head, West Quaddy Head Lighthouse. Okay. Uh, as part of it, and uh, as part of the tour, there's going to be a ghost hunt at Owl's Head Lighthouse mm-hmm. in the mid coast. And Ron and you're, both of us are going to be on the whole tour, and this is a benefit for Friends of Flying Santa. And again, <laughs> it's one of those things where people hear and they say, "Huh?" <laughs> uh huh. It's a little hard to explain in a couple of words, but just to make it make it short, um, it's a tradition that goes back to 1929. Of uh, it used to be a pilot flying over lighthouses and dropping presents for lighthouse keepers and their families as a way of showing appreciation. Oh, cool. Uh, It's still done. It's a nonprofit organization, Friends of Flying Santa. It's done by helicopter. The helicopter lands at Coast Guard stations, and presents are handed out to uh, children of Coast Guard families as a way of saying thank you for the tremendous work these families do. Um, It's a wonderful tradition. It still goes to uh, over 30 uh, places each year in in the Northeast. The Coast Guard families love it. And it takes a little money to keep it going, so this this uh, bus tour is going to benefit that. And if you go to flyingsanta.org, uh, you can read more about it. And so I'm really excited because one of the things we're going to be doing is we're going to be stopping at Owl's Head, and we're going to do a, a mini investigation there as well, right? Yes. Uh, Owl's Head Light is near Rockland in the mid-coast, and it has been called the most haunted lighthouse in America. And for those, I'm sure if you've seen the uh, Travel Channel show on it, uh, on Haunted Lighthouses, they definitely mention that one every time. In fact, I believe you're in that one, Jeremy, aren't you? Yeah, I am. I'm, uh, in fact, at the, in, fact at the, in the Owl's Head section in that show, uh, you see me talking about it, but you, you wouldn't know unless you heard me say this before. Um, in some of the shots where it's supposed to be like a mysterious keeper, like the lighthouse ghost, you know, looking out to sea or whatever from behind, that's, that's me in most of those shots. Where they stuck a uniform on me, they needed somebody to do it. So I'm the lighthouse <laughs> ghost in some parts of that. Oh, that's neat. <laughs> I just posted, by the way, on the Facebook page. I've, I've posted uh, links to the uh, Xtrex Paranormal Journeys and to Friends of Flying Santa. Excellent. That's great. I see that. I am. I keep. I have to keep refreshing to uh, mm-hmm. to see all this neat stuff. That's great. So, anyways, uh, I guess that's pretty much it. Oh, wait a minute. We do have to, I forget, I forget, we also have to mention we are doing some events for Portsmouth as well. Uh, we have three haunted tours, I believe, uh, set up. 
Yeah, walking tours, uh, three tours a night. They're 90 minutes long. Um, PortsmouthHarborLighthouse.org. You can see the whole schedule. I'll post that one, too. Um, <clears throat> but those are going to be uh, one in June, one in July, and one in August. And people can sign up for uh, one of those 90-minute tours. They're $20, $20. Uh, and then in September, and I'd have to look up the date, but in September we're doing a full ghost hunt uh, at Portsmouth Harbor Lighthouse, September 10th, uh, Saturday night, uh, for about four hours, 8, eight o'clock to around midnight. And that's that's always been really, really interesting. I mean, this will be the third year I think we're doing that. Yes, it is. And, so uh, the, the interesting thing about this is this is an active Coast Guard base, and not everybody has access to it. And, and in fact, uh, because of the events we have, we have to be extremely careful about not uh, doing it too much because we don't want to lose access to it as well. So right. if you, that's it's kind of neat. Actually, we just had a, a question from the chat room, and it says Leslie wants to know if that someday you'll be a lighthouse ghost, Jeremy. <laughs> I just happened to look at the chat room and saw that she posted, Jeremy will be the most informative of the lighthouse ghost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he'll be begging me to shut up when I'm a lighthouse ghost. But I that's think that's probably going to well, happen. We can't get him to stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank great. you, Leslie. And, and Kat, <laughs> says, Kat says she's going to plant, she's going to haunt the shoe store. <laughs> hey, why not? And, of course, I've always said I'm going to haunt the Playboy Mansion. Ah. <laughs> Jeremy, where you going? Jeremy, where you going? Jeremy, that's a half and half. Yeah, yeah. Jeremy, <laughs> what are you going to be haunting when you pass on? Well, everybody says they're going to find my footprints coming up the creek, uh, going up the hill here on, on my street in Kittery. I, I leave footprints when I get out of the creek, and people are wondering what's the deal. <laughs> so, two hundred years from now, they're uh, they're going to see my footprints coming out. If you look at that last video I posted on YouTube, uh, people have said to me, it looks like a Bigfoot video. There's, I'm walking along behind Gary in the woods. And you hear me Sasquatch, it does, yeah. Yeah, and then you see Gary going down. He's in his you know, black wetsuit, and he's going down the hill and going and jumping into the water, and it really looks like a mysterious Bigfoot video. It's pretty funny. <laughs> That's you great. Yeah, I'm, glad you, I'm glad you added that, that uh, you know, wetsuit thing, because it, I, I had a visual of him in his – you know, bathing suit, walking <laughs> along, and I said, "This guy's me one hairy guy." I don't know. No, no, no. <laughs> but you, you laugh, though, uh, uh, Gary. But there's actually a theory that uh, certain, uh, like stone and water tape, uh, will actually record. So if you do a, a thing over and over again, you may actually be a ghost in the future, but not an intelligent ghost. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> but what they call a residual haunting, which is something right. that plays over and over again. Right. Energy that's left leaves an imprint. Exactly. Now, now we, we, I asked you a little bit about... Hello? Hello? Hello. Did we lose Ron? <laughs> we just lose him. <laughs> I think a ghost shut him down is what happened here. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Well, I wonder what he was going to ask you. Damn, now I, I have I, to I, ask I, this. I think, I think I know what he was going to ask. I think he was going to oh. get back to you. He was starting to ask Gary before about his own experiences. Okay. I have a feeling he's going to ask about it. Oh, there he is. See if, see if I'm right. See if I'm right. That was I'm back. So where, where were you? What were you going to ask? World. 
Did you go? I, I was I was listening to you guys. It was like a fly in the wall. You know, I was going to see what kind of naughty <laughs> things you're going to say about me. Uh, but anyways, what were you going to? What What did you think I was going to ask? About any experiences Gary has had himself? Exactly. That's exactly yeah, what I, I was. I know ask. you too well, Ron. I know you're. You must be psychic or a psycho or something. <laughs> psycho. <laughs> I've had several actually. Um, one something that's creek related. Well, one artifact that I love finding in the creek is coral. And New England waters are way too cold for coral to grow. So why do I find coral all through different types of the estuaries? According to the Maine Maritime Academy, they claim that it was used as ship ballast. If I find coral, it's from 1790 or earlier. Um, so one day I, uh, I, lived, I used to live on Chauncey Creek. It's a beautiful creek. It goes into the Rachel Carson estuary. I let, used to give people tours. I put them in a kayak, and I'd, and I'd swim and give people a tour of the estuary. So my best friend David and his girlfriend came one day, and uh, we were kayak, kayaking up to Brayboat Harbor. Uh, I looked down, and I saw coral. And I go, David, wait. And I, I dove down. It was so deep, I couldn't reach it. And... Um, uh, I said goodbye to David and Nika, and so the next day I kept swimming up there, swimming up there, looking for that coral. It was gone. How this the sediment shifts, and it was covered again. It would probably be covered for another couple hundred years. I was so frustrated. I went there every day looking for that piece of coral. It was gone. And about a year later, I received a very sad phone call that my friend David took his life, Aww. my best friend. And uh, immediately I had this thought in my mind to go swim up there and look for that coral that day I was with David and I went up there and wouldn't you know it there it was on the bottom wow. and um, that that very day that he passed on and I looked and, and it's a 30 pound piece of coral oh my god and um, someone told me there's a professor in Florida who may be able to pinpoint where in the Caribbean it did come from because New England had a strong West Indies trade with you know, back in the 1700s, and so that's where the the ships were in shallow water in the Caribbean, and they throw in shells, coral, and that was the ballast of the ships, and they threw it overboard here. Wow. But I could say I saw a ghost. I lived in a, the very first house in Durham, New Hampshire. It's now known as the Three Chimneys Inn. It's a restaurant. Oh, yeah. And before it was a restaurant, it was just known as the Frost Homestead, and uh, very old house. And in the middle of the night, I woke up, and there was a figure of a woman at the foot of my bed, and I distinctly remember her fabric. The fabric of her dress was from an era long gone. I've never seen a fabric like that. And uh, come to find out, I... um, I guess uh, the restaurant had a website to this ghost, and they said it was a girl, Hannah Valentine, who drowned in the Oyster River right next to the to the restaurant back in the 1600s. So I went back and I asked, well, where's all the sightings of this ghost? And, and the lady pointed in this back room. I go, well, that was my bedroom. I, that's where I saw her. <laughs> wow. And, and uh, so I definitely believe it. It's just, it's absolutely for sure. Well, wow. I hate to tell you guys, but we've just about run out of time, believe it or not. Oh, too bad. <laughs> you sound like you were thrilled to be here. <laughs> yeah, I had a good time with you, Ron. Yeah. So anyways, Gary, your website once again? Gary Shred, G-A-R-Y-S-R-E-D.com. Okay, and we can hear you every Saturday on? W-U-N-H. And if you're online, W-U-N-H dot O-R-G. 91.3 FM. 
I just want to warn you, too, I, I am Polish. You know, I was going to ask you that, but... I am, I am. That's so part of our heritage, visiting the cemeteries, and, you know, every week, you know. That's that's part of our heritage, actually, our Slavic ancestry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you must have shortened, Kolak must have been longer. No, it wasn't. It actually really? means, uh, it means wooden peg in, uh, in Polish. Uh, and Old Polish peg leg, Ron. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the interesting thing is... Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I own I the manufacturing uh, company, and, and I had a retail outlet for it. was actually a, like a craft shop, and they sold, we sold wooden items and all that type of stuff. And I named it the Wooden Bag because oh, that's cool. what it was. Very so, cool. There you go. So anyways, Gary, we, we want to thank you once again. And, and, and Jeremy, uh, once again, if someone wants to, to donate to this uh, cause or, or go to the dance and, and boogie down with me to smoke on the water, where can they do this? <laughs> they can look at PortsmouthHarborLighthouse.org. Excellent. All right, guys, we want to thank you very much for coming on, and uh, it was a pleasure talking to both of you. You guys are a lot of fun. We have to have yes, thank you for having us. Very and, good. Uh, thank you. You know, good luck, and uh, may the wind be at your back, and uh, <laughs> you don't run into Let's hope there's no food. wind. No wind that day, please. All right, no wind on the Piscataqua. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's easy for you to say. Yeah, it is. Okay. Ah, Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you, guys. Well, that was well, fun, and yeah. now I know how to say that river. Yeah, like I care. I know. So, so anyways, time to wrap it up. Uh, oh, Tuesday, if anybody uh, wants to join us at the uh, Paranormal uh, Discussion Group at the Circles of Wisdom, uh, they can sign up to, at circlesofwisdom.com. That's in the end over at 7 o'clock uh, Tuesday evening. And time to say, to wrap it up and whatever. All right. Good night, everybody. Thank you. Good night, and God bless. From goalies to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night, deliver us, good Lord.